Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we're discussing Cohen's testimony and all of its juicy details, the vote for late-term abortion and what it really means, and Trump's visit to see his BFF Little Rocket Man in Vietnam. All right, let's start the show. Okay, shut the door. busy week in what you talking about (laughs) in the news this week i feel like every week it just gets more and more intense um this week cohen testified on the hill yeah and oh my word yeah it's pretty wild so to give catch everybody up cohen used to be donald one of donald trump's um Attorneys? Yeah, his personal lawyer. His personal, okay. And Mm -hmm. fixer. Which I, you know, (laughs) did you ever, okay, so did you ever used to watch the show Scandal? I love that show, yeah. I I never even knew that that was a real thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I had no clue. Like, that... And you know, when, when they say that about Michael Cohen, I was like, ooh, what kind of... Like, who did he murder? You know, right. like, all of these... Because yeah. like, that, that show went crazy. Yeah. But, like, seriously. I did not know it was a real thing to have somebody around to make your problems go away. Right. But, like, when you really think about it, of course you do. Yeah. When you're a grimy dude like that. Yeah. Of course you do. Because you got a lot of problems that need to go away. Mm-hmm. Like your high school SAT scores. All right, so we just gonna, I guess we're gonna just <laughs> jump sorry, right in. Sorry, I couldn't no, help it. I couldn't help it. So that was one of the things uh, he said a lot. He said a lot, but one of the things he said was that he had that Donald Trump um, requested him to contact his uh, schools and tell them not to release his grades. Mm-hmm. But he's Much- a genius. A stable genius. A very stable genius. He used the word very stable genius. So, like, I... I and he has all the good words? Is that all the good... Oh, my word. I just can't, like... But it seems so ridiculous, right? Yeah. But then the truth is when you when you have to build a facade, you can't, you have to hide the truth. You have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had no interest in what his scores were until now. No, like, for real. Like, I had no interest. But now I'm like, well, what are you hiding? Yeah. What is it? Mm -hmm. They asked him, um, how many people have you had to threaten on behalf of um, Donald Trump? And they said it like that. He said, he said several. Should we just announce it? (laughs) Should we just say? So just like last week. Was that last week? Yeah, it was last yeah, week. Well, we have a guest with us again today, but this time it is a little puppy <laughs> yes. who is going to be making some, apparently, some little grunting noises in the background. So, uh, anyway. That's all good. <laughs> the more the merrier. Um, She'll chime in on Michael Cohen. Oh, I'm sure. Everyone has to. Um, so, they he said, how, they asked him, how many people have you had to threaten him? He said, a lot. I think he said several. Several, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think the he word used he the word either several or a few. One and of she those. Said fifty. Yes, and he was like higher or more. More. Yeah. Hundred. More. Two hundred. More. Five hundred. And he was like about that. Probably. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What? <laughs> I 
can't even think that I've met 500 people in my life. And what kind of threats were they? You know what I mean? Like, like. Uh, I don't care how small it is, but if you have a henchman out there, like, doing that, yeah. that's pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mind you, you remember when Stormy Daniels was talking about she was trying to get in her car? <laughs> yes, you do remember? You remember that? <laughs> when Stormy Daniels was trying to get in her car? Yeah. And somebody... I forgot about so many scandals, it's hard to exactly. remember. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I, I believe that he probably didn't do all the threatening himself. He organized it. Right. 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 And so, I think he might have stated that in his testimony, too. Did he? I might have missed people that. Who, I mean, he sent out a lot of threatening letters and things, but mm-hmm. I do believe... I might be making that up, actually. But he I might believe have. there was some sort of mention of, you know, threats being made yeah. in other ways as well. You know, um, so one of the things I found really interesting or I really liked is obviously on the Hill, there is the, I don't know if you would call him the defendant or the person giving the testimony, Cohen. Mm-hmm. And then there are individuals from both parties, mm-hmm. from the Democrat and the Republican Party. The Democratic Party was asking him questions mm-hmm. about Donald Trump mm-hmm. and his relationship with Donald Trump. And things that happened with, um, during the campaign. Meanwhile, the Republicans were saying things like, your character, we don't believe a thing you say. Um, one guy said, liar, liar, pants on fire. He didn't just say it. He I, had a sign made. Uh, no, he didn't. Did yes, he, he really? Did. Yes, he did. It was up in the, in the, um, Behind him, I think. I can't. Are you a child? Yes. He actually said pants on fire. Yeah. Side note. Uh-huh. He literally said pants on fire. Mm-hmm. And do, do you remember what um, Michael Cohen's comeback was much later on? Was that uh, with the same guy when he said shame on you? He said I, shame on okay. you to somebody, but I don't remember. I, I was at work, so I couldn't mm-hmm. listen to all of it. And so there were definitely pieces of it that I missed. But, um, and there were so... <laughs> There were so many ridiculous, like, Republican comments and, uh, quote-unquote questions. Yes. That, like, I got mixed up who did what because they were all so ridiculous. There's one in particular that I do want to call out. But, yeah. But, um, as far as what he responded to this, the guy, the liar, liar, pants on fire guy, I don't know. I don't know that he was responding directly to him, but he basically said, <laughs> he basically said, um... I'm here to give uh, to give testimony, but all not one of you Republicans have asked me a single question about Trump. Yeah. You're here questioning my character. I've told you I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. I will say every day from the top of the of the mountain, I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. You're asking me now. I'm here now, rather, to make testimony about Donald Trump, and you won't ask me a single question. Mm-hmm. No, and that was pretty cool. I do have to say yes. That I find it very interesting uh-huh. how when we all have a common enemy, all of a sudden we're all friends. Meaning, yeah. Michael Cohen yeah. is a piece of doo-doo. Sure. Okay? Sure. He did a lot of terrible things. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. But now, because he's testifying and saying all these horrible things about Trump, all of a sudden we, we're like, oh yeah. But the difference mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, like, I I. I do see the hypocrisy in it, but I do believe he came to the table with real 
facts. He backed he it up with documentation. Yes. And granted, it wasn't documentation on everything, but he also seemed more credible because mm-hmm. he would even say, I don't believe that this happened, or I have no right. reason to believe about that this Russia happened. About the Russia thing. The yeah. Russia thing, mm-hmm. about, which I never even heard the story about him slapping Melania. I wouldn't have been surprised, but apparently somebody whoa, whoa, asked them about whoa, whoa. slapping Melania. There, I missed that. Yeah, I never heard any sort of news story about that because I think this is when it's like all these like, um, off like these like, um, extreme news outlets yeah. or whatever that yeah. you, they're not as reputable, which I don't tend to listen to yeah. or watch. But apparently, there was a story that Donald Trump had slapped Melania. Oh snap! Yeah, okay. and he said, "I have no, I have no reason to believe that he he did that." Um, the so Russian like he thing. wasn't just trying so to like he's not rag just on the dude, him yeah. and kind of like kind of feeding into any sort of suspicion, right. which also makes him seem more credible. Yeah, and the stories he was telling, he has backed up with facts, mm-hmm. you know, with factual like yeah. evidence, mm-hmm. substantial pieces of paper showing, mm-hmm. and so like that makes him more reputable. But I'm not oblivious to the fact that we all sound like hypocrites now that we want yeah. to listen to Michael Cohen. Sure, um, I think it's fe- I, listen. I think it was Comey, you know, sure. very similar thing like that. Sure. The Republicans did that with him. He was great because he released the, 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 he announced the, the um, investigation into the emails yeah. right before the election. Mm-hmm. And then right after, um, but he, that's, that's what we've become though. We've become a, a society of sides. Yeah. And if you're mm-hmm. not with me, you're definitely against me, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, I mean, I don't know. It's so, it's so, it makes us very small mm-hmm. individual. Like, as a nation, it makes us very small, very petty. Right. Um, and, uh, it, it's funny because even some of the questions that I feel like the Democrats were asking, I feel weren't about real issues. Right. If I'm being fair. Yeah. Right. It was about like being petty. Yeah. However, our girl AOC. Mm hmm. I think she came at him with some, like, legit questions. Yeah. This chick, who is she? I don't know. Every she time, like, I hear her, she impresses me. Yeah. There's something. She is a powerhouse. I don't I, I don't know if that's the right word, but, like, I don't know. I feel like she's been, like, somebody's been grooming her since, that's, like, yeah. since she was an infant right. to be this person. And all of a sudden, it just happened. Like, where did she come from? I love it. She's, it doesn't matter what somebody throws at her. She can respond to it. Yeah. And not in an apologetic way or in a defensive way. Right. But in a, what the hell are you talking about? Right. Like, you don't, right. you're, you're a moron for even suggesting something right. like this, you know? And, um, I saw a tweet earlier today. I don't know if, if it was a tweet from today, but something about how she, somebody called her out for, um, being a hypocrite because of the Green New Deal, you know, mm-hmm. but she's out there, you know, doing, you know, driving in cars or whatever she's driving in cars. yeah and she's like yeah and i fly and i use the ac <laughs> like yeah <laughs> she's yeah. like i i am using you know what we have available to us but that doesn't mean that we can't look forward and try to be better i guess i'm and confused so, by like when people make points that are like literally along with the point she's making but think that it's against because right. she literally said here is a plan to how we can get somewhere in 12 years she didn't say we're gonna be here today right right i'm confused i know it's ridiculous but this is, sorry, so yeah. I, I don't want to jump all over the place, but she she asked him about his tax returns. Yes. Which I thought was 
very on point. Mm-hmm. And um, asked if he asked Cohen if he if he's aware of if Trump ever lied about his assets, and Cohen said yes. Mm-hmm. Which brought up a question: Is Trump going to be impeached? Personally, I'm tired of hearing that question. He's not. It's not going to happen. Like, oh, so okay. If he gets reelected, I think there is a greater likelihood that he will be impeached. Okay, I think, but I don't think it will happen. I don't. Okay, so I don't I, think he'll be impeached. I don't know about him even being if re-elected. he was not, impeached. I don't think that the Senate or the House, the Senate would, because you need two thirds of the Senate to pass that in order for him to be. Put, put out of office, mm-hmm. um, which is not going to happen because the Republicans, it doesn't matter what happens, they are going to be behind him. Yeah. Because let's be clear, Bill Clinton was impeached. Oh, you got something to say. What? It just reminded me of what Cohen said during his testimony. Yeah. He's like, I understand. He's like, you guys are all defending him. He's like, and I was like you too. He said, mm-hmm. but you're going to meet the same fate as me one day. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, that was so powerful yeah. because it was so, I, I do truly believe it's so true. Because it is. You can't be, you can't roll around in the dirt and and think you're going to get up clean. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. My, I mean, it's from the Bible, but my mom is always like, be sure your sins will find you out. Whatever you do in the dark will come to light. And it's the truth. Mm -hmm. It is the absolute truth. So these people, and and, you know, I, I watched the view only to make myself mad sometimes, but I watched the view. (laughs) And uh, Joy Joy keeps asking about the whole impeachment thing. You know, like mm-hmm. when when are the Republicans going to um open their eyes or go turn it's not stop. Yeah. That's done. Yeah. His base is his base, that thing is solid. Mm-hmm. I think we need to stop asking those questions. It becomes very redundant and and kind of frustrating. Yeah. Because we're we're constantly chasing uh the shiny object when it's like no what do we really need to be focusing on you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no it's 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 for real because we're always focusing on that and that's not what we need to be paying attention no. to at this point there are that's a dead deal. horrible things going on oh to focus on my word <clears throat> yeah i mean as we'll talk about later we were so we're, we're so focused on this shiny object that there's not even there wasn't even a ton of coverage of what happened in Vietnam, right? Which I think was globally speaking incredibly important. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I and I'm not trying to make small the Cohen testimony. It was riveting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was a lot that happened this week, and that's all we can think about. Yeah. You know, because it's it's the juicy. It's the juicy part of the news story, but it's not the marrow. It's not like. True. It's not the thing that's really going to feed us. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. That's what we do. But I want to talk more about some of that juicy stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Estimate. Yeah. So um, Mark Meadows, I believe is his name. I don't know where he's from, but he was one of the congressmen that was uh-huh. um, questioning Michael Cohen. He brought a prop out. Oh. oh. And I don't know her name. Oh, but yes. But she works for HUD. Oh, my word. And um, Congresswoman Tlaib said the fact that you brought her as a prop is racist in itself. I think you need to like set the picture of what happened. Oh. Maybe not everyone knows. Oh, okay. So he mm-hmm. 
had this woman, this black woman well, come first, out. Well, first, you have to say what Cohen said about him, because that was oh, the whole oh, point, Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Okay, so um, Michael Cohen said that Donald Trump was a racist, a cheat, and a... Con. Con, yeah. yeah. And so um, Mark Meadows, Congressman mm-hmm. Mark Meadows, said he's yeah. not racist. He has a black woman working oh, for him. Lord, here I she cringe. is standing right here behind me. She works for HUD. I cringe. And so, um, and there, this woman is standing there looking incredibly uncomfortable. I don't know how she agreed to, to do that, but apparently she is used as a prop quite often, which I did not realize. I don't know who she is. I, I don't think I had ever heard of her before, but yeah. the fact that this happened was ridiculous. And Congresswoman Tlaib called him out for it and basically said, the fact that you brought this woman on up here as a prop is racist in itself. Upon which he said, I'm not a racist. Yeah. I have, I have nieces, I have nieces and nephews that are colored. Oh, and I'm like, my oh, oh, my best friend is black. Oh, my you know, word. like, I'm just like, how do you, how, what? That doesn't even he, like make any sense in the fact so that he, he's from Western North Carolina, by the way, which I think also helps explain his, sure. his uh, ignorance. Sure. But like, how in the world does he, does he think that that is okay to you do? You know the funny thing and how is, in the world did she agree to do it? Yeah, I don't know. She might be trying to keep her job. Like, I can't, I can't say, I can't say when you use someone as a pawn. I can't say why the pawn does what the pawn does. You know what I'm right. saying? My question is, like, why are you using people as pawns? And the thing about it is, <laughs> he didn't even give the woman the autonomy. And granted, I think they said, I think I, I read somewhere where it was like, well, she couldn't have said anything because to say anything in that in that um form, you would need to have been invited as a witness. Okay, cool. Well, then leave... Then don't do it at all because you didn't even give her the autonomy to speak on her own behalf. Yeah. I don't know that she, I don't know that you didn't say, hey, um, that somebody didn't say, hey, bring this paper out to Senator whatever. And all of a sudden she thinks she's bringing a paper out and then she just caught up in it. I don't know that. That could have been the case. I don't know that. She didn't speak for herself. Yeah. You're speaking on her behalf. I don't know what this chick feels. Yeah. It's rude and disgusting. And you know the thing about it is, is I think he really believed it, which is really sad. I think he really believes, how could you be racist? There's a a black woman that works for you. Yeah. As if racists have never had black people work for them before. (laughs) What? Yeah. One, and that you have nieces and nephews that are black, or I I think he said of color. Yeah. What? Do you get along with them? Do you talk to them? Like, that means nothing. Does that mean you're, uh, you know, somebody related to you was in an interracial relationship? And that, I'm sure, went over really well. Right? Because, you know, like, if you have, if you have an issue with, uh, he, um, apparently, when, uh, Obama was president, he was at some rally Saying he needed to go back to Kenya. There you go. Or wherever they were there saying he's from. Yeah. I don't know if it's Kenya. Yeah, it but, is Kenya. Mm-hmm. So, wow. um, so the same guy who is like, he's not racist. He has a black woman working for him was also saying Obama's from Kenya. Wow. So, like the 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 fact that you do that lets me know that there is no. It, it's literally what what the what the other uh, what uh, what um what, what did you say her name was Talib. Yeah, he said, because the thing is, is you could a person who does that 
literally has no racial conscience. Mm-hmm. They're not aware. They're not aware of the sensitivity and what that means. It, it's it's just so much ignorance. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is I believe he believes it. Wow. Let me clarify. Hold yeah. on. Let me clarify. Let me let me take a step back. He believes that having someone work for you who is black makes you unable to be a racist because I've I've employed them. So anything I do, I can say whatever. <laughs> I want to be That's, clear. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying yeah. he doesn't say, he doesn't believe that Trump said things or he believes I can say whatever, but my actions say I'm putting money in this chick's pocket. Mm-hmm. Which to me is just complete mm. Yeah. Gross. But you, 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 Cohen said, um, Cohen said, uh, during 2016, he said that Trump said that he was driving through downtown Chicago and was like, oh, yeah. only black people could, could live, live this like way. Pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think I don't believe that? You think I don't believe Trump said that? <laughs> Considering the lawsuits that have been brought against him for the, from his own tenants. Right. Right. Um, he said that, um, I know there was some mention of name one country that's not led, that's, that has a black leader that's not a shithole or or something like that. You think I don't think he said that? Yeah. You know he said that. You think I'm confused about that? So like, whoever Michael Cohen is. He's only telling me things I already believe. Right. And I'm not saying that in a, um, in a group think type way. That's not what I, that's not, it's not like that. This is a man who's been caught on tape talking about grabbing women by the genitalia. This is a man who apparently has been caught on tape, but we haven't been able to hear, but I believe it, who said the N word. You think I believe these things? Yeah. This is a man who wants to have sex with his own daughter. Ugh. You think there's much about this man I don't believe? Yeah. Sometimes I see that picture of Ivanka oh sitting God. on his lap, and I'm like, "That's gross." Yeah, he he really wants to fill this chick up. Yeah, that's it's gross. Very disturbing. It's very disturbing. There's not much that can be said about this man by anyone of any character that I'd be like, "Um, I don't know," I, because he's done it himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. When he's talking about the the guy in his um the guy you remember there was a guy or a heckler who was in in his um at one of his rallies and he was like punch him in the face mm-hmm. I'll pay all your your legal fees punch him in the face yeah you you think I have a hard time believing negative things about this man mm-hmm. anyway whatever um I what's the chairman's name which one? of the committee. Oh, um, yes, uh, Cummings. Yes. Chairman Cummings. Yes. He, um, Baltimore Mm -hmm. gave a great speech. Okay. Somebody said, I've heard that, but I didn't actually, I couldn't find it or I I didn't look good enough for Mm -hmm. it. What? I only saw a clip of it and I'm sure I'm going to butcher it, but basically he was saying, you know, um, Donald Trump has called you a rat on Twitter Mm. in public and coming from the inner city. That does not mean good things. Mm-hmm. That means that makes you a target, especially mm-hmm. when you go to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people don't. You know, prisoners don't like rats. Mm-hmm. You know, and so essentially saying, you know, what our president is doing is is appalling. And 
I'm sorry that you and your family are having to go through this type of thing. You know, that's, he wasn't discounting. He didn't say, I'm sorry, your family has to go through this, but he's basically saying he is disgusted by the way that our president is handling this situation because he's not just, um, he's not just hurting Michael Cohen and Michael Cohen's family by saying these things. He's hurting us all. He said, we're Mm -hmm. better than this. We are better than this. Please tell me we're better than this. I, I think we have the potential to be. <laughs> it's so, it feels so far away. Yeah. Like, it feels, yes, we are better than this. Let me stop. We are. Full stop. But we've got a long way to go to get back there. Yeah. So, when you talk, when I, when I say, um, but we're better than this, it brings me to something else that happened this week, which was a vote. On late-term abortion. Yes. Now, I want to give my stance on, on um, and, I, and I know I have on this podcast before, um, but I want to give my stance on, what are we calling it? The pro-life or whatever, what, what is it? The, the abortion? bill? No, just in general. Oh, pro-life, pro-choice? Sure. Right. I, me, Naya, me, I do not believe in abortion uh, unless it's like for the life of the mother, mm-hmm. right? I don't have a personal, um, but I don't believe I should have any say about what you do with your body. Right. That's my stance on it, right? Mm-hmm. So when I say I'm pro-choice, the pro-choice is I'm pro-life, you do you. Right. Does that make sense? You can. I, I do believe that the terminology is is flawed because you are pro Pro-life. Mm-hmm. I am pro-life. But being pro-life does not mean that somebody doesn't have a choice. Wow. I got chills. That's... Wow. <laughs> it's never been said... Yes. You know? I, yes. I, I, I don't... I think that they're not mutually exclusive. I don't think so either. Because I... Barring my life being in danger, I don't... I... That's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's for you, though. I can't make that decision for you. Right. So while while you would think I'm probably pro, more pro-life, I'm not. I'm pro-choice. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I totally get what you're saying. Um, I am pro-choice all the way. I don't, I, you know, I wouldn't, um, if I were in a situation where I didn't think it was appropriate for me to have a child, you know. I would probably make the hard decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Obviously. Right. right yeah. But I would, I, I do believe that, you know, that would be something that would not be totally dismissed right away. Right. If I were in sure. that situation. Okay. So I will, I will put that out there. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to dive right into my no, opinions, but I, I, I do have, I, I want to, well, let's first talk about the yeah. way we kind of put out there what um, our opinions are now. Yeah. Um, I, I did do some reading on it mm-hmm. and I do find that the, the information becomes more confusing the more I read. Okay. So I don't think that I'm any more educated on it than I was before, okay. but I, um, the, the bill was, um, was sponsored by Ben Sass, who's a Republican mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go into all the details, mm-hmm. but it's called Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Mm-hmm. And so what I got from it is if there was a 
an abortion being attempted uh-huh. late term, which I believe is after 20 weeks or after 21 weeks. I can't remember exactly. Which I did not know. I'm so sorry that that was a thing. Yeah. Well, I was totally unaware that that was a thing. I thought... It was in the first trimester. That's what I thought. Right. And that's most oftentimes the case. Um, okay. The... um. Let me finish with the bills. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Because I do have have opinions on that. Because I did read read up on some statistics on on term abortions. But basically, I think that this puts a lot of responsibility on the doctor if they don't put um, put any efforts towards. If they're performing an abortion, uh, a late-term abortion, and the baby is born alive, if they don't jump right into life-saving techniques and send the child to a hospital, Mm -hmm. they could become personally responsible for for the death of the child. So that's kind of what this is, but but what's crazy about this bill is that it, it's not about that at all. It's not. That's in that, and that's kind of it's not because doctors already have a responsibility they do. for that. They do. So you know, and this is why I think this is why it's it's so interesting because if you are not keenly looking into things, you can be so easily deceived. Yes, exactly. Because I thought this was saying that now you could do late-term abortions. You can do it already. Yes. Which I did not know. Yes. What this is saying, because right now the doctors, you go in you to have an abortion. Um, somehow the abortion fails and the baby is born alive, mm-hmm. right? The doctors now have the choice to try in the moment, have an obligation in the moment to do whatever they can to save the child's life here, wherever, wherever here is, here right now. Stabilize the baby enough to be taken to a hospital. Mm-hmm. What this is saying is, I don't want you to try anything in your office. You better rush that baby to the hospital right now. And so a lot of the people who, no, this is just more information than I knew. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. This makes it even more interesting Mm -hmm. because now the baby is more likely to die. Exactly. Because they're immediately (laughs) rushed in an ambulance as opposed to Mm -hmm. prep or not prep. I'm sorry. That's the wrong word, but try to stabilize before being put into an ambulance and taken away. Right. 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 Um, Which doctors are saying, um, creates a more a heightened level of death potential yeah. because you're not giving the doctor a chance to stabilize. You're saying, oh, the baby's alive, go. Yeah. Right? It, meaning go take the baby to the hospital. So a lot of the people who voted against it are saying, no, I don't want this because we've talked to doctors and doctors are saying there is a, it, this creates less likelihood that the child would survive because it, they don't get immediate attention. Right, right. They get immediate transport to mm-hmm. a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, where a lot of other people are confusing it because people don't realize that the doctors have to try to save the baby's life already. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think the part I was shocked about was that you could do a, a, an abortion outside of the first trimester. Right. Sorry. Anyway, that's a lot of information. Go ahead. So, well, now I want to talk about my opinion on okay. on, on abortions and yeah. the timing of abortions. Yeah. So, um, I I didn't I don't I knew that late term abortions occurred, but I I I didn't know like the frequency, and I you know I didn't know a lot about it, so I kind of read up on on that. The majority of abortions that are done are um, done in the first trimester, in the first thirteen weeks, or something like that. Um, late term abortions make up 
1% of all the abortions performed. What exactly? And I'll tell you what I heard it is. But what is late term? Like up to when? Over 21 weeks, I think is what I read. 20 or 21 weeks. Yeah, I, I heard, so, I read 20, but it's okay, 21. Okay, so probably 20. 20. Yeah. I think I've read, I read something that said 21 and yeah. then 20. So, um, but in that 1% of those abortions that occur, or, or 1% of all abortions are late term abortions. As a whole, okay? Now, that 1% of late-term abortions, I don't know the details of that. I couldn't I couldn't find anything. I didn't, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I didn't spend a ton of time mm-hmm. researching, but I wanted to find out what those were for. What why, was... why, why they were getting late abortions. Okay. I think a lot of times, like, take into consideration when you're pregnant, your most important ultrasound is at your 20-week mark. Okay. That's when you find out lots of information about your child, if there's any deformities, if there's any sort of health concerns. Now, if you've had blood tests done early on, you might already have um, some inkling as to potential risks for the child. But I think that really the 20-week ultrasound is where they start looking for like real issues. Yeah. I think a lot of times that's when there's um, issues with the fetus that are that are discovered. Yeah. And I, I, I believe that probably I, I, and I don't, I don't know the percentage, but I would say a lot of that 1% of abortions is due to major health risks to the mother or the child. And I honestly think, you know, I'm a hundred percent pro choice. I already said, but I honestly think that if you are pregnant with a child that is going to be, um, requiring full-time care for the rest of its life, and you are not, um, if you're not capable of taking care of, of that child in that capacity, I almost think it's probably better to mm-hmm. abort because that child is then probably going to end up in foster care and not getting the care it needs anyway. Yeah. And, um, and I, I don't know, or, you know, the mother's life could be at risk. And I sure. think that there's a lot of, and I don't know why. But nobody seems to care about the children who are actually living. Okay. And this is what bothers me so much about the focus on pro-life, pro-choice, whatever um, issues. When everybody's like, you can't just murder a baby. You can't murder a baby or an unborn child. Well, you know, and I get that you, you know, I get that there are people who believe that every life is important. I'm not saying lives aren't important, mm-hmm. but I also am kind of of the belief that you are not a life until you are able to to live. Sustain on your own? Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I also want to, I'm going to, I'm jumping all over the place, but I will say that if you're making a choice to have an abortion because you decided you didn't want to have a kid, I ha- there is more judgment there mm-hmm. when you're doing it. Later, yeah. because if mm-hmm. you're if you know you're not ready to have a child, you should have handled that business before you got so far right. along. So, I'm not saying that it should be illegal, yeah. but I'm just saying I don't think that's the majority of them. I think it happens. I think the majority of the late term abortions are due to health risks. You know what's so interesting is that's not what I thought. When I say not what I thought, that's not the picture in my head, mm-hmm. right? What because was in your head? That people were just like. I'm going to just, like, hang on to this until the very last moment. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't thinking, much like I said, I'm pro-life, 
other like I can understand why you would why a pregnancy would need to be terminated for the mother's life or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't thinking that there could be health risks. Like that would be the reason for the late term. Yeah. Um, excuse me, the late term abortion. I was just thinking people were like taking their time. And I, I guess, think that is you know? prob- that is probably the case for some people. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is the 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 number of late term abortions that occur is so minimal already yeah. that this is like a non issue. Yeah. And so we we have these people spending all this time and energy in bringing attention to this late term abortion issue, yet we have children who are alive. Mm-hmm. Who are locked in cages. Oh boy, here we go. There's children <laughs> in other countries it's who true. are getting bombed and poisoned it's and true. all this stuff. And yet we don't seem to mention them at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't understand it's why we true. care about an unborn fetus, but we don't care about the people who are on this earth. The children and the babies who are actually here. You All you care about is controlling the woman's body. Yeah. Because once that child comes out, nobody gives a shit what happens to it. Wow. Sorry for my mouth. No, I, I hear... I want us to care about it all. You know? No, like, but, and yeah, I agree, no, but I know. Like, why is it such a big deal about an abortion when you don't give a crap about the kid who's actually here now? But I, I think that goes back to what we've always said, is people just want, they want to pick a hill to die on. And for whatever reason, this is their hill. Like, I honestly don't know why, I don't know why people feel the need to control other people. I, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, um... But it's very similar to like when I voted for um, medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. People like, I thought you don't believe in smoking pot. I don't. But like, if that's going to help someone, it, first of all, it's herbal. The things that we put in, <laughs> right? I'm not trying to be like, whatever. Like, But the things that we put in our body that these chemists make. I don't know why that's acceptable and this isn't. Right. right? But like, whatever. But people were so like shocked. So shocked mm-hmm. by the fact that I would vote for that. Um, and they're shocked by my stance on, on abortion, but it's like, I, I can't do, I can't do for you. Right. You gotta figure out what's right for your life. But people feel the need that whatever I believe, what is English, whatever I believe has to be put upon you too. I, I've never been about that. Yeah. My beliefs are mine. And what you do is what you do. Please don't step over here and try to give me yours and I won't try to give you mine. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's just, I don't, I don't know. And what's so interesting is this was all just a, a ploy anyway. Absolutely. Because they knew that it was not going to pass. They did this um, just for attention, just to kind of rally their base. Yeah. Um, and it works because. No, go. I watched The View the other day. That's what no I was going to just about to talk about that. Megan McCain. I'm highly educated. Wow. I was about to, I wanted to backhand that. Wow. Can I just say, like, Sunny annoys me sometimes. But the way Sunny held herself together when Megan was trying to come at her, oh my word. Priceless. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She, yeah, that, that really. And I thought too, I forget the other chick's name, the other conservative girl. Does she have one? I'm the pregnant That's one. rude. That's rude. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> but yeah, um, don't know it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but she was like, it's not about education. And I yeah. was like, thank you. Exactly. Like, you know, because it's not, mm-hmm. you know, just because you have, edu- mm-hmm. you can be as educated as you want and still mm-hmm. dumb as rocks. Oh, 
So hey, when she truth. said that, I was like, clearly you are educated, but mm. you're stupid. Oh! The shots are fired! <laughs> oh my word! Yeah. Like, how I, does she not, how is she so up in arms about this vote when, like, did she even know what it was either? She's so educated, she should have read about it. I, I mean, know. I didn't even. Right. Right. I ain't voting on it, though, and I didn't talk about it until I read right. up on it, and I'm very clear that I'm still confused about what all went down, <laughs> but still. It's, you know, I really do, granted, I, I, I know I wanted to talk about the vote, but for me, it wasn't so much the vote that I was shocked by, because, again, the vote is a non-issue. Yeah. Like you said, it's a non-issue. Um, lies. It is an issue, because I really do think moving a child, a, a child, um, before it's stable, can cause moving an adult yeah before they're stable can be really um can can have very negative effects right um but i was just really shocked that i did not know that abortions could happen and again i'm thinking elective is that the right word elective abortions i think all abortions are elective oh all abortions are elective yeah. Like, so, like, if, you're, if your health isn't, or if your life is in danger, it's still elective? Yeah, because you could, as a woman, say, no, I want to, I want my baby to live. And oh, I, I see. Okay, that's what, okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, um, well. You know, there's, there's definitely that. I yeah. don't think that there's ever a mandatory abortion. Got or, Okay. All right, got it. I'm with you 100%. I guess I was thinking elective as in, like. I see what you like. This I don't want to have this kid. Yeah, not, not a medical necessity yes. to either save the life yes. of the mother or the child. Right, 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 right. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. yeah, I, I think, think the I think the majority of those late term abortions are to save the mother's life. Yeah, I, I I probably would agree with that. Yeah, without having done any research at all. Yeah, and oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. the statistics on that. The only thing I know is that it's just one percent of all abortions, which. Is not many. So that was like Monday and Tuesday of this week. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> you know, it sounds like Stephen Colbert, oh, the Late I Show. Love, <laughs> he has that meanwhile segment. Hey, did you not watch him when he was on Comedy Central? I didn't. You didn't. No. Um, I wish he I had. Was really I love good. him. I think I have a little crush on him. Actually, <laughs> he's my favorite. He um, I can't remember who. I don't know, but he he's like in love with his wife though, which I think is just the most adorable thing. Yeah. There's like this little clip one time when she comes and visits his show and he like pinches her on the butt, which I just think is Aww. just so cute. But anyway. <laughs> um Trump was in Vietnam. Meeting yeah. with Kim Jong un. With his boyfriend. Yeah. His boyfriend Rocket Man. They really do have a bromance now. What what do they is still it? After this week? I guess they still uh, absolutely do. they do. Yeah. Okay, so, like, Trump went over there, I don't know, a long time ago and basically said, hey, dude, stop with the nuclear stuff, man. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. And then Trump went home. Yeah. Trump went home, and they were like, all right, crank up the nuclear stuff, guys. I saved the world. (laughs) Yeah, and then Trump, yeah, he went home. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Trump went home and was like, basically, I saved the world. Yeah. Well, Meanwhile, well, they were is, yeah, yeah ramping up their nuclear yeah. stuff, right? So then Trump was like, "It's okay if they build it; they just can't test it." <laughs> I don't know. You know, this guy is like, "I make the best deals." That's what he said because he said he did art of the deal or whatever. I don't know. Which apparently some ghostwriter wrote. Yeah. So 
He ain't even write that. He doesn't even know what's in it, apparently. Please stop. Uh, he didn't like, even read his own fake book? No. Not even an audio form? It, <laughs> oh my, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there was something that was like, I that was that. like one of the most important parts of making a deal is this. And then right after this summit, he's like, couldn't do it. Sometimes you gotta walk so, away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even know why I'm I'm feigning being that that's why I was not feigning being shocked. I was shocked that he didn't read his own book. But I'm really I, I don't know why I am. I'm not shocked. Right. Anyway, whatever. Um yeah, so basically he basically said when he went over there, because Kim Jong un has basically decided that he's just gonna continue doing what he do. Chubb was like, okay, well, I guess we tried. Sometimes you just got to know when to walk away. Yeah. What? I don't know, man. That's what so, was happening. That's like global So he effect. went there specifically with the purpose of just trying to yeah. like convince him to like Yes, they were supposed to sign. Program. Yes, they were supposed to sign a, um, a, a new deal. They were mm-hmm. supposed to have something signed. Yeah. That's the whole point of going to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. No, he walked nothing. away with absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I will say that I didn't follow that too closely, which I should have, I know, but I was definitely more wrapped up in the shiny object, I will admit. But I did, I did see during one of like the little press conferences, somebody asked uh, Donald Trump, um, did you, uh, President Trump, did you watch the Cohen testimony and you just saw Kim Jong-un like smile really big in his did face? He? And it was just funny because like even he knows it's a joke, you oh, know? My word. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this deal maker of ours has never made a deal yeah, in his I, life. I agree. Can I, can I say one thing? Uh, that's all I have to say about that. This, this guy's a joke. That's, that's all I have to say about the Vietnam thing. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised by Cohen's voice. Were you at all? No. Why? I don't think I really heard him. I don't think I really heard him talk a ton. Mm-hmm. He's a New York Jewish man. He sounds I, just like what I would have expected. So, I listened to a lot of it through headphones, right? When, like, I would, because I was, at, I was at work, you know? So, I would take my headphones off, and then <clears throat> I'd take my headphones off. I might walk away and then come back. Every time I came back, I was like, is that Bernie Sanders? <laughs> I'm not joking. Is All those northern Jews sound like <laughs> one moment when I heard him talking I was like Bernie? That's yeah I was like yeah I was like I don't think I'd heard him really really talk like for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. or something I don't know because like every time I walked away and came back and I know I'm I'm listening to his testimony so I don't know why I was so shook I thought it was Bernie Sanders yeah I don't know it was weird it was weird um pew 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 quick fire quick fire quick fire I have one. One, okay. Yeah. In California, uh-huh. the AG, do you know about this? No. The AG this week, which is Attorney General for the state of California, decided that they were going to overturn um, the conviction for people who were put in prison for marijuana convictions. Oh, really? Yes! Awesome. I know! Wow. I mean, 
we've talked about how in the past it it um affects unproportionately certain a, a certain segment of the population, right? Yeah. And um you know, there's a lot of young black people who are in jail for marijuana possession mm-hmm. and they're criminalized. Yeah. Meanwhile, in like New Hampshire and Connecticut, people who are on pills and who are on heroin, they're able to turn themselves in to go to rehab. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not criminalized. And the 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 demographics of those populations are very different. Yeah. You know, sure. so I I find I was very excited to hear that they would be overturning um I don't know when they said they were going to start. So, I don't think they I'm sure that's a big um a big task. I'm sure. I'm sure that's a whole another hurdle they have to mm-hmm. they have to overcome. But it was past that they were going to um That's huge. It's massive. Wow. Now, the other thing um that they were wondering is that they they I think they were going to strike the record, but they didn't say that they were going to expunge, okay. which I didn't realize that there was a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. One is saying it happened, but it's no longer criminal um whatever but it's still on your record and a sponging makes it seem like it never happened happened, right yeah Uh so they haven't decided which one they were going to do Mm -hmm. um but obviously there are a number of people who are are hoping for an expunge for whatever. sure yeah. yeah i would imagine so but i think also like even if they're in california i think it's okay you know what I mean? If if it's been decriminalized, yeah, I don't think it would be a big deal. But expunging it would also be huge because there's still a, I'm sure a large portion. of Because the if you move out in this yeah, state, no, right? That's true. Don't you? Does that still follows you? It does. So yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I think Colorado might be right behind them. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully it spreads. So that's my that's my pew pew for the week. Man, I don't know if I have any quick fire stuff. I'm trying to think of something. Um. What you got, puppy? You got any? You got any quick fire news for us? <laughs> that tail is wagging. The tail is wagging. Um, I saw a um headline pop up on my phone the other day that um, oh, uh, Bin Laden's son apparently is like the yes. head of Al Qaeda again. Yes. Like I, yeah. I just saw the headline. I didn't read anything else, and I was like, oh, Al Qaeda's still a thing. I. Like, like I, I thought it was on ISIS. Like, yeah, I knew like, it was still a thing. I just didn't know we were like. Um, I didn't know they were as. I don't want to say as relevant. That's not the right word. But like, as I, I didn't think they had strong enough. Uh, I don't. Th- I didn't think they were organized. Yeah, yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I saw that though. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, but I don't know. I don't really. I've been in a bubble the last week or two. Mm. Like I really feel like. You know, I've paid attention to, like, the big shiny objects, yeah. but other than that, I really, my my binge news watching kind of has fizzled in the last couple weeks, yeah. and I I don't know why, but Overload. it's definitely, yeah, maybe it. that's it, but mm-hmm. no time, no. no time to relax, we yeah. have to be on this, I, I, I we totally have to pay agree. attention, the big shiny objects are just distractions. Yeah, they are. Thanks for joining the conversation. We're your hosts, Andy Anderson and Naya Tang. If you like this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook at Shut the Door Podcast. Join us next week for another episode of Shut the Door.